I received a comment on the How Does It Feel to Be Adopted? page a few days ago. I had shared a post from my friend and fellow adoptee in Hefron and someone commented. Is adoption the problem or relinquishment? Think about it, please. I feel this comment was probably made by an adoptive parent, but I can't 100% guarantee it. Adopes don't usually say things like that. We understand the dynamics of how it feels to be adopted. After my friend shares a blog post sharing her pain someone felt the need to negate her real raw feelings and flip the coin and get something totally different than what it really is. This is what inspired this blog post. Relinquishment equals to renounce or surrender, a possession, right, etc. to give up, put aside or desist from, to relinquish a plan. To let go, to release, to relinquish one's hold. Relinquishment is voluntary consent to the termination of one's parental rights to a child. Adoption equals to choose or take as one's own, to take and rear as one's own child, specifically by a formal legal act. Adoption is a process whereby a person assumes the parenting of another, usually a child, from that person's biological or legal parent or parents, and, in so doing, permanently transfers all rights and responsibilities, from the biological parent or parents. I think there are many people out there who would like to think adoptees have complex issues because of the relinquishment, but they couldn't possibly have all these issues with the adoption, right? I mean what is there to fuss about, really? Let's talk about relinquishment. For those of us who have done the research, and or who have lived with being adopted most of us know that every time a mother and a child is separated a trauma occurs. See the adopted child, trauma and its impact. And Nancy Verrier's website. Pick up a copy of The Primal Wound. Do the research yourself and you will see relinquishment has its own set of issues. For adoptees who might be reading this, you might not even understand that many of your issues could very well be linked to being adopted. The only way I was able to come to a place of understanding about myself and my issues was to do the work in researching trauma from relinquishment, attachment disorder, addiction in adoptees, abandonment and rejection issues, separation of mother and baby, prenatal bonding and what happens when that bond is broken with the woman who carried us for nine months. I researched postnatal bonding issues, complex PTSD, reactive detachment disorder, disenfranchised grief and loss for adoptees. Many of us struggle with depression, low self-esteem, worthlessness, anxiety and fear of being abandoned again. We have unwantedness attached to us because when our own families didn't want us who else would want us? The list could go on and on. It's taken me years to research all these areas, but each time I did it was aha moments back to back. If you are reading this I challenge you to do the same. As well as researching all these areas, I started connecting with other adoptees online and I realized I'm not alone. Relinquishment has some severe issues attached to it and the relinquishment happens before the child is ever adopted. This is why I think many in adoption land want to think relinquishment is the problem, not the adoption. Please keep reading. Some of these issues are life and death for many of us adoptees. Another avenue I explored is researching how birth mothers felt before and after relinquishment. I wanted to take myself from my shoes and put myself in hers so I could try to gain empathy and understanding of what she went through. This helped me with my healing and forgiveness towards her. I would be blind to not take these things into consideration while researching all the dynamics of relinquishment and adoption. I could go into detail about each area listed above but it would take me all day to describe all the issues attached to each of these areas. If you do the research and read adult adoptee blogs you will be able to connect the dots yourself and see how relinquishment impacts us.
When I share in my writings I'm not speaking for all adoptees. I'm speaking from a place of my own experience and the fact I'm in contact with hundreds of adoptees all over the world and our stories line up with more similarities than you could ever imagine. I founded the How Does It Feel to Be Adopted Facebook page, as well as the Ask an Adoptee Facebook page. I see thousands of comments weekly from adoptees who are sharing the same stories in different contexts. I can't UN know what I know. I can't turn a blind eye to all the heartache and pain that adoptees share on these pages. Let's talk about adoption. The word adoption is simply a cover-up for the reality and truth of what adoption really is. The word adoption is glamorized in the world, agencies, churches, the institutions, etc. and glossed over to be highlighted as something wonderful. The truth is rarely recognized by the world, and the adoptee lives with the truth deep inside our entire lives. One day the fog will start to lift and the word adoption isn't seen as something wonderful, but it's replaced with the reality and truth of what adoption really is to us, the adoptee. Some of us are hit with this reality sooner than the others, but it usually comes out in certain places of our lives, and sometimes we don't even know our issues are tied to being adopted, but most of the time they are. They are intertwined, tight and deep in our souls. I've done the research and I know hundreds of adoptees all over the world who all agree, adoption has impacted every area of our lives. For the adoptee, if we are going to be truthful adoption is rooted and grounded in loss and trauma. Loss of our identity, medical history, genetic mirroring, ancestry, relationships, memories, connection to our roots, and the list could go on. The word adoption is simply a cover-up for all our pain. If the world removed the word and took a look at what it costs for adoptees to be adopted, they would recognize our trauma, grief and loss much earlier on so we would get help much sooner. They would acknowledge we have every right to feel the way we do. The word adoption is filled with secrecy, lies, hidden agendas, corruption and put in place to simply avoid the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Half-truths seem to spin webs of lies in the adoption industry, and this causes many issues when adoptees search for their truth. Adoption causes countless issues for adoptees and we are talking about things that happen after relinquishment takes place. We're handed over the genetic strangers, whom we share no DNA with. We don't mirror anyone. Expectations are set high as to how we are supposed to be, depending on what our adoptive parents have in mind for the child they want. We come with countless differences than the adoptive family we are raised in, yet many times our differences are dismissed because it might not line up with what our adopters want. We don't blend in, yet we're expected to act as if we do. Our feelings are silenced with sentiments of gratitude for our adoptive parents for saving us from the life we would have had before being adopted. We're expected to be grateful someone wanted us when our own biological families didn't want us. We never become not adopted and these negative impacts are things that reoccur at different times in our lives. Our trigger list are a mile long, holidays and birthdays never stop coming. Searching is a daunting task filled with highs and lows, followed for some of us reunions that bring the same impact. Adoption hurts. Adoption is trauma. Many times our adoptive parents' greatest joy is a result of our biggest loss. How do we disappoint them and let them know how we really feel? We don't. This leads to internalized feelings of shame, guilt, grief, loss, trauma, abandonment, and rejection issues. As children we learn to internalize everything and all our pain stays deep inside until we reach adulthood. Many of us start acting out in our teen years because our hormones are raging, and we have no healing outlet or tools to work through our issues. Anger, rage, anxiety, 
depression are all issues adoptees face after relinquishment. If anyone wants to read up on the statistics of adoptees overpopulating the prisons, jails, treatment facilities there is a lot of information out there. Adoptees are 4x more likely to attempt suicide than non-adoptees. Here are a few articles to read. Toward Preventing Adoption-Related Suicide by Mira Riven. We need to talk about adoptees' suicide by Angela Barra. Keep in mind these issues happen after the relinquishment. Adoptees can have the most wonderful adoptive parents and adoptive homes and many times still have severe issues. Help is lacking for adoptees, and therapists seem to be oblivious to the fact that adoption is the root cause of most of our issues. Adoptive parents are not prepared to handle all our issues and most of the time the adoption industry hides the truth about what adoptees face, because they are in denial themselves and because adoption is a multi-billion dollar industry. Selling babies is their paycheck. That's the truth. I'm not saying adoption is 100% the only issue but it is the root cause of many areas of our struggles. The sad part is adoptees most of the time don't even understand adoption has played such a significant role in all these areas. When they finally figure it out is when they connect with other adoptees. Then and only then do they know they aren't alone in feeling the way they do. Don't think for a moment we haven't already thought about this. We wake up with the realities of adoption and go to bed with them. We can try to escape this truth but it's part of who we are. What I would like to ask the readers to do is think about listening to adult adoptees next time they share their heart with you. Think about acknowledging their pain when they share their pain. Think about the reality to this thing is a reality you really can't understand because you aren't adopted. Think about gaining the willingness to want to learn and try to understand adult adoptees. Think about reading adult adoptee blogs and adoptee stories. We're the ones who have lived being adopted, yet we're the most silenced in the adoption equation. So here you see, adoption and relinquishment are very much intertwined in the fabric of an adoptee's experience. To say one or the other hasn't impacted us is not acknowledging a very critical part of our stories. Adoption comes with its own set of issues and so does relinquishment. Together they make life extremely difficult for adoptees, especially when non-adoptees want to assume the issue is really with relinquishment and adoption is just a wonderful thing. I haven't even talked about adoptees who have horrible adoption experiences piled on top of relinquishment. I haven't mentioned adoptees who have had horrible reunions on top of horrible adoptions. For us, it's a life sentence filled with grief, loss, trauma and no acknowledgement in the real world for most non-adoptees that we should have any issues at all with adoption or relinquishment which is a trauma in itself. How would you feel if you had cancer and the world all around you celebrated that cancer? Well that's how adoption is for us. The world has no problems glorifying the act of adoption, yet the fail time and time again to address the real root issues of what adoptees experience before and after the adoption takes place. This is a huge part of why the adoptee attempted suicide rate is 4x more likely than non-adoptees. This is why I keep writing. This is why many adoptees keep sharing. We have a moral obligation to think of our brothers and sisters who are adopted and who are stuck in a hopeless and helpless place. If you are a non-adoptee reading, or someone who is impacted by adoption in some way please understand relinquishment and an adoption go hand in hand with their own set of issues. Adoption is simply a word that masks the truth of what adoption really for adoptees. The sooner we can remove this glorified word and be honest about what the realities are the sooner adoptees will begin to share their real raw feelings of the damage adoption has caused, and the sooner they will begin to heal. Half-truths, secrecy and lies stall our healing.
Hopefully this cleared up some confusion regarding adoption, relinquishment and how both of these areas impact adoptees. Please never think for a moment we aren't already thinking about these things. We think of them every single day all day long. I challenge the non-adoptees reading to think about learning from adult adoptees. We have lived adoption. We hold the most valuable experiences, yet for many years we have been silenced by the world. Not today. Today I share. Today we share. I will never be silent. Thanks for reading. Pamela believes all adoptees deserve to know their truth. She writes, blogs, and she reaches out to other adoptees so they know they aren't alone. Thanks for reading Pamela's blog and please let her know you are here. Blessings. Pamela Cronova, Lexington, Kentucky. You can look her up by email pamlacronova at gmail.com. Follow Pamela's blog. Twitter, at Pamela Caranova. Article about Pamela featured on adoption.com. Adoptee in Recovery blog post featured on Huffington Post. Pamela was nominated for the best articles for adoptees 2015. Check this link out.